Hello, we've got another episode of Audio Syllabus coming up, this one on COM 252, Writing for Mass Media, and I'm joined by Associate Professor of Practice Jane Natt. So COM 252 has been around a long time, uh, but I will admit I've rarely known more than the four words, Writing for Mass Media, <laughs> uh, which I think is a slightly self-explanatory, but when I try to explain it to students, usually I babble and then say press release. And then I realized I don't I don't know much beyond that. So so tell me more about COM 252. So it's definitely probably the course that has changed most over the years that I have been here as our um, uh, preferred methods or of, of writing, preferred mediums have changed. So the simplest way for me to, to describe it is um, a lot of students um, – come in with some more academic writing, but but academic writing and, and writing for the masses is, is different. Um, and so we look at simply if you want to go work for an online publication, um, if you want to go work for a television or a radio station, if you want to go into public relations, if you want to be a social media manager, we look at how you write for the eyes and how you write for the ears. We look at different mediums, um, writing for the web, writing for um, social media. So depending on what it is you you think you might want to do, as long as there's some aspect of writing involved in it, we're going to cover it. And most jobs involve some type of writing. Oh, I do not know any many jobs that don't involve some kind of some kind of writing. Yeah. So, so pre, in addition to press release, you mentioned uh, social media. So, writing tweets. What are some other examples of things students would learn how to write? Sure. Um, so, for instance, one of the things we do, one of the fir first, our first major assignments is, is what's called a quick hit. So, um, today, people want to be able to go online and find out something super quick about something that happened. So we go cover an event and we get up like five or six paragraphs using a content management system very quickly, right, for someone who wasn't there. And then we come back later on and we write a longer version, a more detailed version um, when we have the time. So that's called the expanded version. So it teaches you how to write well. It teaches you how to write quickly. It teaches you how to make a judgment over what's the most interesting information that people are going to want to have. Then it teaches you how to, okay, now I've got some time. Let me expand and, and explain this Explain this kind of longer. So you mentioned content management. Is that a style or a software? It's a software. Okay. So um, nowadays with a lot of traditional print publications, shall we say, newspapers, magazines, um, also have an online, you know, the website. You go to jconline.com. You go to indystar.com, uh, washingtonpost.com. That's what this assignment is for. It's it's writing for that, um, writing for the eye. Um, a lot of things are similar if you are writing for um, the print version of something, but a lot of people are doing more and more online. A lot of publications nowadays are online only, right? We, we've done away with the print we're doing for online. So that's what that means there. Yeah, I read The Atlantic, but I have probably never or read it once or twice in its physical form. And I read my five articles per month uh, digitally. Mm -hmm. And so that's a good that the course has changed because the way we consume media has changed Absolutely. quite a bit. Absolutely. It definitely has. You have to keep changing. And another example is, is, and we just got, and the reason I'm thinking this is because we just did this in class, even 
the social media mediums change too. So for instance, I don't know if you're used to scrolling through your Instagram and quickly glancing at captions or stuff, but what media organizations have found is that Instagram is not one of the social mediums that are going to get people back to like the Washington Post.com. Like I will click on Twitter or Facebook and, and, and go back, but I'm not going to go to your link in your bio and do it. So Instagram captions have gotten longer. They're, it's called long form. And what people are doing is I'm trying to, in 100, 200 words, tell you the story. So at least you're informed if you read my caption. And so we were talking about how we've gone from, hey, one line to 100 words in Instagram captions. And this is just in the last couple of years as some news organizations have kind of given up on it being a get me back to the website kind of thing. Well, and I can't help but think what's next, right? Absolutely. I mean, um, yeah. I've lived through, you know, physical newspaper, evening news, to the convergence of those things, to Facebook, Mm -hmm. um, to honestly, in a lot of circles, Facebook losing its appeal Mm -hmm. to Twitter, to Instagram. And I just keep thinking, what's coming next? And, (laughs) you know, 10 years, what are we going to be teaching? Because it seems like things... uh, Things are not going to stay the same. That's right. Exactly. I mean, right now, Washington Post is trying to figure out they have a TikTok account. They're trying to figure out, how am I going to use it? Because so far, it's not worked for like straight news delivery. But it is a way to, um, for them to kind of brand themselves so as a trusted place to kind of go to or to try and bring younger readers in to maybe you'll you'll give us a chance if we entertain you, maybe then you'll let us inform you. So yeah, you, it's, man, that's, and that's why I tell my students on day one of every class I teach, that's why I love communication. And that's specifically why I love mass communication is that it's ever changing. There's always something new and something different. And if you love video and cats, there is a job out there for you working for a company that wants you to do TikToks about cats about. all day long, you know, and that's why it's so cool to be in this uh, area right now. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. As I uh, advise students who come through this area, seeing their interests change um, up until recently, I'd never had a student say, I want to be a YouTuber, mm-hmm, right? Sure. And when I was in school, YouTube it didn't exist or it just started to exist. And fast forward, and now this is what I want to do for my full-time job is create YouTube videos. All right, well, let's let's help you do that, right? Mm-hmm. So are there certain characteristics? You've, you've taught this course um, many times, so you've got a large data set. Are there student tendencies or traits that make a student succeed really well in this class, if you were to think of your high achievers? It's another one of those classes where I don't expect students to have a lot of experience, so I provide a lot of feedback, right? And just... Read my feedback. <laughs> so ability right? to process that It's a process. Quickly. We start with, on day one, with the very first sentence, which is called a lead. And then we build the whole way. So I hope that before we move on from that to, to the organization, to the how do you get good quotes, to how you... By the time that we get there, um, we have moved slowly and you should have built. Um, but I do provide extensive feedback and it's just one of those cases where... Um, students can expect to um, improve if, you know, you're kind of paying attention to to feedback. Absolutely. Um, But I need you to pay attention to to feedback. (laughs) It's tough, though, sometimes because you get in the habit of your feedback being, let's say it's a multiple choice exam. The feedback is a number, right? I got sure. 85%. Well, you're not going to have any multiple choices. You're not going to have any true false. We write. We write every single day. It's writing for the math media. You're going to write. 
which is uh, important since it's a skill, right? Yeah. Oh, a yeah. Skill and and, that's, and that's the best way you get better. I tell the students, you're not going to get any better at writing if you don't write. Yeah. So you really have to be open to, even if you think you're a great writer. Absolutely. Processing that feedback. Processing some feedback. You know, hopefully it's constructive criticism and you're doing some things well. Here's some things I think you can improve on. And if your writing journey um, is an enjoyable one, you'll have moments where you remember. Because I had Charlie Stewart uh, when I was in uh, my undergrad and then in my master's. I remember he would go through my writing, which I was really proud of. I thought I was a good writer. And he would cross out all the adjectives and adverbs. So like, <laughs> this is academic writing. You don't need to put very, you know. Yeah. And then um, I remember in a different time, my transitions were really kind of sluggish. Um, it's like move from one topic to the next. Mm-hmm. And I remember now every time I write, I think those are those are two things that stick in my head um, and hopefully continue to inspire me to be a better writer. Yes. So are there habits, uh, obviously the inverse of that, not reacting to feedback would be a bad habit, but are there habits that students have that um, kind of counter um, hijack their ability to be successful in COM 252? So I will, I will say this is a really hard class to be successful in if you are not a student who can make it to class very often because it moves so quickly. We do have a lot to cover and every day builds on the previous day. So um, if, attendance is important. Attendance is important. That's would have to be my number one thing when it comes to this class is yeah. you have to be there. Which is true for a lot of classes, but we all know we've had that one where you know, the lecture notes are online. You can stop showing up and probably still make, and that is not this course. That is not this course. Is there anything for listeners who are, they're sold at this point, they want to take the course? Is there any advice you'd give them as they prepare to take it? I don't think so. Like I said, we start at the very beginning. I assume that you really don't have that much experience. So if you do have that experience, um, I would say I don't think you'll be bored. I think that, you know, you can always improve. So even though we're starting with the basics, you know, maybe I have some suggestions for your basics that you haven't heard before. Um, but, uh, you know, don't, don't look at it and be like, oh my gosh, um, I, I understand we, we do in-class stuff, um, and you have plenty of time before there's an outside event or a graded thing. We also do partner with the exponent and you will be doing a story for the exponent, but don't worry before you have to do that. You've gotten plenty of practice in class and so hopefully you'll feel confident. That's great. So some of the jobs that I can see kind of building out of this, you could take this course and you could work in PR or you could work for, um, you know, a writer for a media organization. Are there examples over the years of students you've stayed in touch with who have kind of cool jobs that you want to toss out for students to think about? Oh my goodness. I've had so many that have cool jobs. Um, I have people who go to work for, um, I have one student who's now in uh, Colorado working for their, um, Promoting Colorado, promoting Colorado. I have a student who's with the St. Pete Visitors Bureau. I have a student who runs the Storyteller Project for Gannett. Um, so I, I hear, I, here's what I get from a, a lot of students. I get a lot who want to go into like working for nonprofits and stuff saying, I cannot believe how much of this writing I am actually doing. I thought it would be more um, organized, uh, planning events and stuff like that, but I'm still doing, doing a lot of writing or I'm, I, they put me in charge of the newsletter or we all have to do social media here. So, um, a lot of good, a lot of, a lot of interesting things that, that our students are doing. I have everybody from on air to <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. And we could all, we could all be better writers. Uh, we can all be better. And my, my favorite one that I got is from a law student. 
who said that um, I am the best at writing law briefs because you taught us about writing concisely. You taught us about how to identify the most important information. And I am kicking butt at writing these law briefs while my classmates are like, how are you getting it so short? Oh, that is, that is, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it when I took, cause my undergrad was in comm and I was working on my master's in comm and I was going up against students in the master's of human resource management program. Mm-hmm. Cause I was taking a couple of their courses and a lot of our assignments were written and I didn't understand the content as well as they did because I hadn't studied it. But my ability to write about the content me- meant that the assignments were much easier for me uh, because I had the form down. Right. Yeah. And they didn't want to compete. So it was pick two prompts out of three. Um, and it came to week two and they were like, are you doing yours? Yeah. So nobody else turned in. On that <laughs> I was I was in. Everybody else picked week three because they didn't want to compete. And I was like, oh, I think this communication program has built something pretty cool in me. Yeah. I, I, I've started to get a lot of students too from um, visual effects, from um, forestry and natural resources, because a lot of these jobs now, again, they all have blogs, they all have social media, and you can't just know how to create a visual effect now. You have to know how to um, relate that to somebody. You have to know how to get people interested in coming to um, your natural uh, national forest or how to make it a safe place or support the research you're doing. And so they're sending a lot of students this class to learn to teach them how to communicate with everyday people. Yeah. And at the same time where images are becoming more important with Instagram, words are still. Oh, words are, words are everywhere. You, important. You cannot get away from words. Yeah. Well, thanks for chatting with me about Come 252. Absolutely. I think this will be really useful for our students to hear more about what the course is like. Uh, for some students on the older plans of study, you'll see where this fits. Um, for students heading into the concentrations, this could be um, your write, communication writing course that so could take care of that requirement. And as always, you can chat with your academic advisor if you have any questions about where a course fits on your plan of study. Thanks. Thank you.